It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90NATION or visit windownation.com. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by Parks Casino and Sportsbook. Elliot Shore Parks, James Seltzer with you for one hour today. Power hour. Power hour of Go Birds Radio. This is the Go Birds Radio Power Hour today. The Army-Navy game is coming up next. So, yeah, we're in and out, Elliot, today. I'm sad the Eagles aren't playing tomorrow. As much as the bye week can be. Yeah, nicely done. Nicely done sound effect. As, uh, as nice as the bye week is sometimes, you know, get a week off, those type of things. I like being in here on Saturday and looking forward to the game tomorrow, but still a big one tomorrow, even though the Eagles are not playing. Yeah, huge. Obviously, Dallas Washington, we were just talking with Ray Dittinger about that during yeah. the break. We're all, I mean, yeah, wash my mouth. That was soap. We're all hoping Dallas wins tomorrow. It's hard even to think it's about. It's such a no-brainer. Like no, you absolutely root for Dallas. You have to. This is yeah. silly. This is silliness. Look, you know Dallas sucks. I hate Dallas more than anyone that is alive. The James they Seltzer are saying. my least favorite team in sports. I hate them so much. We need them to win tomorrow. It is what it is. You accept these things. Look, to your point about the Eagles being off, I, I'm I'm always with you. You know, football season, you just want them to play every Sunday. Yeah. They did need it. It is you know, look, good timing. You know, I mean, Very good timing. Last bye week for everyone. They went the longest you could possibly go this yep. season without a bye. And obviously in that last game with the Kelsey injury and the Sanders injury and obviously Jalen's injury going into it and all that, like it feels like a, a very opportune time for this team to get a week off. But look, after that week off, and get on the line now, 215-592-9494. Again, we only have one hour to go, so get in, get out. We will be quick today. Yes. Um, but with these four games coming up after the break, and obviously we'll get into Washington and Dallas tomorrow over the course of the hour and stuff, but but obviously regardless of what happens that game, a massive, massive Eagles-Washington game next week, and then really a stretch run. There are four games left, four division games, one at home against Washington, one at home against the Giants, one at home against Dallas, and a away game at Washington yeah. in between those two. How do you feel about these last four games, you know, kind of coming up after the bye week here? So we haven't been on the air together since their, uh, since the Jets game. And I thought the Jets game was a very reassuring performance. And I understand it's the Jets. So I'm not saying it means, you know, they played so well. Maybe, you know, maybe they'll make a run in the playoffs. I'm not saying any of that. But I think what the game against the Jets showed was is that this team, A, knows how to bounce back. And B, ultimately the number one quality of the team this year has been they win the games they're supposed to win. The Giants game, the further away we get from it, and having seen them play since then, was a, a fluke. It was their down, their down game. The game that you know you said you thought that they would have uh, when we were previewing that game, right? So 
I think that, yes, they played poorly against the Giants, but the way they came out against the Jets showed the formula is still there. They run the ball. They have a great offensive line. They take care of the football outside of that Giants game. And that's why for these final four games, I really don't have that much of a concern. Like, wow. they're, they're better than Washington, in my opinion. They get them at home for the first one, which is huge. I don't think they're going to lose again to the Giants. They shouldn't have lost that first game. I mean, if Rager catches a ball, they do win the game, right? And then Dallas, we'll see. I think there's a decent chance that Dallas is not playing their starter. So when I look at these final four, yes, anything could happen. You can make that argument for any game on any Sunday. But just looking at it, what this Eagles team does well is they beat the teams they're supposed to beat, and they should beat the teams remaining on their schedule. Look, I, I, I generally agree that I think they are a, a better team than Washington. Not that much better. I think it's close. It's close. I think they're certainly better than the Giants, and I, I would not expect them to lose to the Giants again. That was, I agree, a, a bit of an anomaly. But well, no, Daniel Jones more than likely. Yeah, so. but I also, I just, I can't trust this team. Like I, and that Giants game was a perfect example. And yes, it's nice they bounce back against the Jets. The Jets are so bad, and yes, the Giants are too. So yes, they beat one really bad team and lose the other. I just can't trust them. This team is not proven to me, and that Giants game is is exhibit A, B, and C. That they're going to go on a run here. Again, they've only won two games in a row this season one time. Yeah. One time. So we're going to assume that they're going to win the next three or the next four, and it's going to be like a four or five-game winning streak to end the season. Like, I'm hopeful. I can certainly under – I'm not saying it's impossible. I'm with you. Like, they're all winnable games. This team does have things that they could do very well that they can rely on an identity on a week-to-week basis. But I just can't go into these four games and say I'm confident that they're going to do what they need to do to, to make the playoffs. And, and if they win out, they're going to make the playoffs. Yeah, they win out, they're in the playoffs. I mean, even if Dallas does – if Dallas were to lose tomorrow, then it gets a little interesting with the division. But but ultimately, this team, if they win all four games, they're going to be in the playoffs. That Minnesota loss, I mean, that was – sorry, Minnesota win. win they were yeah. so close to blowing that, oh. too. That would have been oh. that would have been huge for the Eagles. But Zimmer no. might have been fired right after the game if they blew that one. Yeah, I 29 I to nothing, you should. Now, the, the question I do have with the team is, you know, we'll see how Jalen Hurts comes back from the injury. But but outside of that, like, I think Sirianni's doing a good job recently. Gannon, I know you'll you'll never come to the, the side of thinking Gannon's a decent quarter, coordinator. But ultimately, his team right now is 15th in the league in points allowed. So I still think that this team has it in them. You're right. It's hard to win four games in a row for any team in the NFL, let alone a team that has only won two games in a row once. So I understand. I don't think you're crazy to say that it's unlikely. But when I look at these final four, like, I think they're better than the teams. And, again, they beat the teams they're supposed to. So this bye week, you know, taking a step back, looking big picture at the team, I, I think I, I still feel really good about where they're at. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. How do you feel about this Eagles team heading into the stretch run here? It's pretty crazy that we're sitting here and there's only four Eagles games. Yeah, left. the season has absolutely flown by. Flown by. Flown by. Really, at the year too, in general. Really, after twenty twenty, feeling like the longest year yes. of all of our lives. This year has just flown by, and there are four games left. And look, I, I, if nothing else, I am surprised and happy that the Eagles are actually heading into these last four games with a chance. Well, if you think about it, last year they had they were in it late a little bit, right? Yeah. But it but was it, like a fraudulent in it. But, but in the it. only game that they were in it in it was at Dallas. I mean, the the Saints game was exciting because Hertz was was starting, but no one thought they had playoff aspirations going into that. And then they go to Arizona, they go to Dallas. So there there was never like a home game where you were feeling like they had a playoff push. The last time this team had a home game where leading up to it, it's going to feel like a playoff game was 2019, right? And it might have even been against Washington at home. So I, I just think leading up into this one, to your point about 
you know, before the season, we had differing views on how good they would be. But you always said it, and it's true. Like, you want them to be good. And it's going to be an exciting game against Washington. Like, it'll feel like a playoff game. The build-up to it. Jalen Hurts will be back. So, it's been a while since there's been, like, real playoff-level excitement football at the link this late in the year. And, th- I mean, that's definitely going to be the case uh, for this next game. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. How do you feel about the Eagles heading into the stretch run here, these last four games of the season, an off day tomorrow? A needed off day. We'll miss them, but it is needed. Yes. They need a day off, the a week off to get right, but a, but a massive, massive end of the season stretch against the NFCs. How do you feel about the Eagles heading into it? 215-592-9494. One hour show today. We are done at 2 o'clock. Army Navy is coming up next. So if you want to get in, get in now. 215-592-9494. Our buddy Tom from Abington usually mm. Starts the show off, had an obligation. No Tom from Abington this week, so let's do what we do in that situation. Every single day at this time, when we don't have one Tom, we go to our other Tom up in Vancouver. Tommy, how are you, sir? <laughs> Fine, thank you. How are you gentlemen doing? You are our top Although, Tom. After today, that? I think Tom from Abington might be the other Tom. Oh, and now this no, is no, 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 where no, we start no, the no. show Tom, every Tom, week. I mean, Tom from Abington's here right now. I'm just saying. I mean, Tom from Vancouver's here That's right now. Saying. Tom from Abington yeah. isn't. I'm just saying. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I, I think, Elliot, you're, you know, that's sort of stirring things up if you say something <laughs> like that. I'm certainly not going to even... Tom, we, we Elliot has never been yeah. known to stir things up. Yes. So, you know, not not his style. I, I don't need Go-Bird's collar-on-collar crime. Yeah, I that's true. It's, it's a family here. Yes, exactly. That's right. Well, you, you, yeah, you know what you're doing? It's similar to Jalen Hurts and Gardner Minshew. <laughs> I am Gardner Minshew in this case. Okay. What a, what a segue Hurt right there. Yeah, that's a well top-notch analogy. Analogy. So, what's on your mind today, Very Tommy? Much. So, I I agree with you, James, that we can't trust this team. Unfortunately, you know, sort of like the Phillies, huh? We yeah, get yeah. excited no, about them, real, yeah. and then yeah, let us down a bit. So, the one good thing that I feel about is because I I know I've always been lukewarm about Elliot, your idea that it's important for them to make the playoffs and such. Uh-huh. I've always had mixed feelings about it because I didn't want them to win a bad division. As it's turning out, there's no way they're going to win the division. No. And the wild card race is fierce. There's a lot of competition. So, and real, real that's quick, a good thing. The, like, I agree they're probably not going to win the division, but if Washington wins tomorrow, things get interesting quickly because then Dallas has Arizona, which is a very tough game. If they lose that, like, it could, it could change quickly is all I'm saying. I think you still root for Dallas tomorrow, but if Washington wins, they are back in the division race to a certain extent. Right. Okay. So <laughs> that sigh is my reaction as well. I'm just saying, like it's yeah. it's, it's, just, it's just a fact. Like I I, I think what, that Dallas is going to win. So I agree the chance of winning the division are very slim. But the, 24 hours from now, it could look very different. Yeah, from an analytics perspective, there still is a possibility that uh, that uh, Dallas is not going to win the division. Yeah. So, but it's but it's 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 yeah, slim. It's slim. Yeah. So, I, so in all likelihood, they're going to win the division. And so that means the Eagles would be vying for a, a wild card spot. If they're vying for a wild card spot, at least then if they do make it into the playoffs, I'll feel as though it's because they had to earn it. There, mm. the other, there are so many other teams that are playing right now that they're going to ha- the Eagles are going to have to play well if they're going to get it. And I'm yeah. happy about that. Well, and to your point, winning a bad division, they would have just been the best of the worst. In this case, they are beating out a lot of other teams. Now, I think the teams are beating out are not great, obviously. Like, the, the bottom of the wild card race in the NFC is not that impressive. But this has kind of been my point all along where people go, well, they don't beat anybody good or they're, they're only going to beat out bad teams to get in. 
that may, might be true, but to me that just shows the, the Eagles are a class above the really bad teams, which coming into this year, like not a lot of people thought. Yes, yes, I totally agree with you, James. And I certainly was not on board with you in terms of, uh, of uh, Jalen Hurts and the number of touchdowns and all the rest of it. Yeah. And if it hadn't been for this in- injury, you know, you still you – still, you The still Giants game hurt. Yeah, yeah, the Giants, the Giants and the injury, yeah. It kind of ruined and frankly, and frankly, the coaching at the beginning of the season, the lack of the run play when they were trying to get him to pass when it was so obvious to almost everybody except the coaching staff, it seems, that they should be running the ball – at that time yeah. at least then you know that also hurt it so if they can if they can be competitive and they can be they can win some games here then i'm going to be really excited again but i am skeptical when it comes to uh, them playing washington another week yeah that, uh, that game's going to be tough and tom great call and it is going to be tough that's the thing like we look we we kind of poo-pooed the Giants game going in, right? And I kept saying, like, that yeah. was my concern. I'm like, it's a division game. The Giants have stunk for years, but for some reason in these spots, they always played the Eagles tough. We remember yep. even the Super Bowl year took a 61-yard field goal to win that first game. The Eagles were obviously a way better football team than that Giants team that year. So it's one of those things where this is going to be a tough game. The Washington well, game coming is coming off a bye week. Coming off a bye week, which we could see them start slow, you know, especially this is Nick Sirianni's first yep. bye as an NFL head coach. There's a lot to that you know how do you get your guys ready how do you get them back are they you know so there's a lot of factors that go into this game i i i feel confident that they'll win the game but i certainly am not sure about it and i certainly won't be surprised if they lose it well it's gonna be interesting to see how jalen comes out too jalen will be coming off of a bad game against the giants coming off an injury coming off a bye week like i think there's a chance that this team could come out slow and from a timing perspective that's not great for the fact that Minshew just played, right? Yeah, I mean, look, yeah, it's at, at home, home no. Jalen comes out if he struggles, which he could anyway. I mean, again, for all the reasons I just said, we've seen week, it happen injury. multiple games. Yes. I mean, look, in fact, in both NFC East games they've played this year, he struggled. He's not a good point, playing actually. well against an NFC. And he's team had his yet two worst season. games of the season yeah. against NFC East. Now, I, no, do, I think that's coincidental, but it is still noteworthy. Yes. Yeah. It, yeah, I, I agree. It's noteworthy. I'm not 100 percent sure it's coincidental, but yes, it might I, not be. Look, yeah, we'll see how the rest be. go. But I, I, I mean, he I played bad against is, the yeah. uh, Cowboys in Washington last year too. Now, I think the fact the game's in Philly, in Philly helps from the letdown perspective because I do think the crowd's going to be crazy. It is going to be a playoff type atmosphere. But yeah, there's a real chance it could come out slow. Two one five five nine two ninety four nine four. Let's go to Mount Laurel and talk to my buddy Dennis. Yo, Dad, how you been, buddy? Salesman and extrasensory perception. <laughs> what up? It's been it's been Long a while. Time I feel no like. speak, yeah. Dennis. How you doing, pal? I'm doing. I'm still vertical, you know. So that's a good there thing. You go. That's the best answer you could give me, my friend. Can Can one of you two rocket scientists tell me why Rager gets more uh, passes than Watkins? And, I can't um, tell you why Rager <laughs> is still on an NFL roster, Dennis. So no. Well, I, look, why, I mean, I can because he was a first-round draft pick, but no, I can't tell you why he gets more plays. Quez, why Quez more is snaps. the fastest runner on the team, and, and, and Devontae probably has the best hands, so why aren't they one and two? Dennis, and I would I rather see J.J. Ortega-Whiteside get targets than Jalen Rager. That's where I'm at. Wow. <laughs> Holy cow. Jalen Rager stinks. He stinks. He is an awful football player. He has shown James is not big on Rager. Zero flashes of like like zero things to make you say, "Oh, you know what? He's young. Oh, give him time." Like he's shown nothing. Well, I have just, zero about, faith in him. How about that kickoff that he let 
Oh, my God. Like, like laid it and, like, threw his arm back. It's like, oh, just let me tap it with my hand like an idiot. Yeah. Well, the camera oh, earlier this week was talking, comparing him and Nelson Aguilar. And it's an interesting comparison just from the way they were both first-round picks, both got off to slow starts. The thing with Aguilar was, though, he got open consistently. You saw flashes. He was a good route runner. And you saw, he like, just at, dropped the pass. And he looked athletic. Like, you're like, oh, yeah. he's quick. Oh, yep, he gets agreed. open. Like, he just dropped some balls and, and had some issues. But, like, at least you saw something there. Yeah. With Rager, it's, there's nothing. There's, there's no, no flashes. There's yep. no burst, no flash, no now, nothing. Now, what I will say is, and I agree that Quez Watkins should play more, so I do agree with you, Dennis, but Quez has also, like, been pretty inconsistent, and he had that drop against Denver. So, I, I, Rager does not – he does not playing well enough to be out on the field. I agree with that. Yep. But Quez has not done a ton with his opportunities. He's had some nice catches, but he's not like he's been performing every week. I, w- I would agree with that, but I'd still rather the ball go to him. I agree. Yeah, I agree with that. All right, guys, have a good day. Dennis, too, always a pleasure, my friend. Yeah, the regular thing is, look, we've seen it a lot the last few years with, you know, players who were drafted high, playing yep. more than they should, making rosters when we didn't think they should, all that type of stuff. But, I mean, at a certain point, and it has to be soon, I mean, this this town is absolutely turned on Jalen So, Rager and Watkins are tied with 46 uh, targets. I mean, so, that's crazy. And yeah, I know Watkins, Watkins should have more. Been amazing, but Watkins should have double the targets that Jalen Rager should. That is pretty crazy. 215-592-9494. Let's go to Delaware and talk to my pal Jake. Hey, buddy. Hey, James. Elliot, how are we doing, gentlemen? What up, man? Oh, just having a great day. You guys? Well, I appreciate it. It's a power hour. You know, we always wish we had more time, but uh, enjoying the hour we have. Always. Oh, yeah. So, no, I, I just want to touch on, I mean, obviously we're going to be looking, you know, closely at, at the games tomorrow and how they affect the Eagles' playoff chances, and we're all hoping that the Eagles win out. But the, the area that I'm really going to be focusing on is, and I know James really touched on it, we haven't seen Sirianni and this coaching staff out of a bye. Yeah. I really want to see – you know, what they do. I mean, I say it all the time, the the number one sign of intelligence in a coach is their ability to adapt and Mm -hmm. change what they thought was going to work to what, you know, the other team is showing them will work. And I'll be really curious, especially with Jonathan Gannon, because I've been down on him all year long, like how he comes out of the bye. Like, is he going to watch a game, see how the Redskins struggle, or excuse me, the football team struggles? Well, especially the fact that Gannon, I thought early on, got outcoached against the Jets, right? Like, it looked like the Monday through Saturday work of the Jets was better than the work that Gannon did in terms of preparing for what he thought the Jets were going to do. So I agree with you on that. In terms of adjusting, I do think both Sirianni and Gannon have shown from week one to now that they will adjust what they do. Sirianni's running it a lot more. Gannon is blitzing a lot more. Now, you could argue they should have done that from the jump, but I do think they've both shown a willingness to change their philosophy and their strategy based off what's working. The di- but also, against the Jets, you can come out slow. Against Washington, you can't so much. No, exactly. And and I think that's a great point, but I think Sirianni's done a lot a lot better of a job with it than Gannon. Gannon seems like one game he'll he'll go out there, blitz heavy, press man coverage, stay mm-hmm. out of that too deep, you know, safety zone, and then it could be a series to another where he just goes right back to it and so, just keeps trying to go back to, you know, yeah. who we brought to the dance and realizes that that partner's already left with the other person. <laughs> the defense I'll give of Gannon in terms of the safety thing is they don't have great safeties. Like, Anthony Harris is struggling. No. Rodney's not playing well. So, in terms of playing one deep safety, like, they don't really have the personnel for that. So, I agree with you that, like, his strategy at times has not been great. But I think especially in the secondary, the personnel at the safety position impacts what he does. Oh, certainly. Jake, yeah. great call, buddy. Oh, yeah. I'll see you Tuesday, right. Jeff. Yeah, I'll talk to you Tuesday, buddy. Looking forward to it. 215 How do you feel? We're at the bye week. We're assessing this Eagles team yes. and looking ahead to the stretch run. Again, 
Somehow there are only four games left in this season, and they're against the three teams we hate the most. It well, is go time. Yeah, a month from now the season will be over. It'll be over, and the Eagles will or be a playoff Ooh. game. And it could be. That's the exciting yeah. thing about these four games. How do you feel about these the Eagles heading into these four games against Washington, Dallas, and the Giants? And and really, do, are you like Elliot? Do you have confidence in this team that they are going to make a run? Two one five five nine two ninety four nine four. Only an hour for us. We're on till two. Army Navy after that. So get in now. Two one five five nine two. 9494. It's Elliot. It's James. It's Go Birds Radio. And let me tell you that one of the things that we love most about the Park Sportsbook app is that it's not just about the teams only picking teams when you place your bets. They offer lots of actions and so many different ways to bet on individual player performances. And it makes the watching the game so much more exciting in football. You can bet on passing and rushing yards, bet on who scores touchdowns and hoops, bet points, rebounds, assists, and hockey. You can bet on goal scores and so much more. Plus, the live in-game betting, which is a wild ride, and get great odds in the game as you're watching it. They fluctuate, and of course, the wildly popular same-game parlays. The Park Sportsbook app is custom-made for you, and that's why it's the only one that we here at Go Birds recommend. And as I always say, it's way more fun to have some action on these games. We're going to watch them anyway. Tomorrow, we are watching football all day long, and you know what makes it so much more fun? Actually caring about the outcomes, and you know what does that? Betting with the Park Sportsbook app. And here's the deal for you. If you sign up right now, you make your first bet risk-free on your favorite player or a player you're watching, or bet on any game. Download the app and get your first bet risk-free up to $500. Just go to parkscasino.com slash PA and use our promo code GOBIRDS. That's G-O-B-I-R-D-S to get your first bet risk-free. Your risk-free bet is refunded and site credit. The Park Sportsbook app. The website has all the terms and conditions. Look at this. Some new bumps coming back here. Like this. Look at DJ Dan back DJ there. DJ Dan back there. I got a question for you. Oh, good. I love Go Birds Radio presented by Park Casino Sportsbook, by the way. Yes, sir. So, Kenny Pickett. Eagles Pitt, fan, Kenny Pickett. Yes, yeah, so this is what I was going to ask you about. So, he comes out this week, and I think sometimes whenever these players are interviewed, like, they'll just say, oh, yeah, I grew up an Eagles fan, but, you know, who knows, right? He said he went to 4th and 26. He used to drive to the games. Well, he committed to Temple. Did you see Committed that? to Temple, Which is, right. like, heartbreaking. I know. We have three Temple guys here. Dan Wilson, in the glass, you and me, like, Temple made. I went to Temple twice. Yes. You know, I have two degrees from Temple. Like, awesome. Kenny Pickett could have been a Temple out. That's terrific. Great. Where, Instead, we've got a program that's a destitute yeah, disaster. Yeah, not, not in a good spot. Yeah, it's great. Where's your uh, level I'm sure, of- though, if Kenny Pickett came here, he would not be one of the top draft picks in the draft. It would no. Worked out. Yeah. Anyway. What? Uh, yeah, that's true. What? What is your current... Kenny Pickett thought. And I've I, neither of us have watched him a ton. We're still early in this. Yeah. I'm just curious where you're at because he feels like the guy that could become the guy everybody Yeah, I, look, one of them will, right? Every right. year. Every year. Every year. What was the last year we didn't have a quarterback going to top five? Like, it, right. it, it never happens, right? So, like, one of these guys, whether it's him or Now, the Eagles or, might not have a top ten Willis. pick. No, and it might not be for the Eagles. I'm talking for any team. Like, one of these right. guys is going, maybe two are going to go high. Like, it's going to happen. Yep. I agree with you. Pickett feels like the one of them that, that has the it's most go up. juice to him. We'll see. It's interesting. I, I need to really dive in to these guys after the season and really see yeah. where I stand. But my, my early my early feel is none of them have jumped off the screen to me. I was on with uh, Marks and Reese, or Ike and John, however you want to say Marks it. Marks and Reese yeah. is fine. Um, well, they're my friends, so sometimes saying their last names. What's the name of the show? Agreed, agreed. Yeah. But, um, so they were asking like what the Eagles' biggest needs are in the draft, and I didn't even say quarterback. I didn't even think about it until I got off the phone. But it's interesting that 
it could end up being the number one need by far. Like in a month, we could be sitting here and being like, all right. Yeah, no, for sure. You know, and right now I'm still on the start Jalen next year. Use the picks on mostly defense or your best trade, player available, trade whatever. Trade for another 2023 pick. Yeah, I'm like not that. as into that. Like but that. who knows what the, the draft night will hold, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not against it. It just wouldn't be my, my first preference. But I think Pickett could become the guy that in like six weeks, everybody's like, all right. Got to get Kenny Pickett. Yeah, go get Kenny Pickett. 215-592-9494. Where do you stand on this Eagles team heading into the stretch run? Four games left. Are you confident like Elliott or a little nervous like I am that this team, you can't trust them? Let's go down to Texas and talk to our good buddy, CJ. What up, Siege? Gentlemen, good morning. How you guys? Well, I'm sorry. Good afternoon. How everybody doing? What How up, CJ? How you doing? Not much, Elliot. My man. I want to extend. A, I want to extend an olive branch to you because oh, I know I sometimes this. it seems like I'm coming in hot with you. I don't like it takes all the time, but one thing I love about you, Elliot, is you take it with a grain of salt. <laughs> I with appreciate it. Yes. So I know I, we got. I was literally heated. I, and I was also, literally saying during the break when I saw you on the board, I was excited you were you were calling. You so, did say that. No I olive can, branch I needed, can but I appreciate that. it. I confirm that. And also, Elliot is also someone who is willing to say when he's wrong, and I yes. appreciate that. Yeah. So I just wanted to do that because I don't know if I'll be able to talk to you, you know, I appreciate that. All right, now, CJ, sure will you get him already? What are yeah, we doing? I was going to say, now, now we're <laughs> nah, really nothing to get him. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm just messing around. One thing I did want to bring up was – over Twitter, I saw this week that it was the anniversary of the Rams game, which Carson got yep. hurt, yep. which really was the sore spot for me because I felt like that was the last time our fan base was almost united. Like, hey, sure. we were all on the same page. Yeah. And ever since then, it's been like, oh, this person's the quarterback. I want this person. I want that person. I'm just ready to get back to that, mm-hmm. us against everyone else. I instead love of that. I'm with you, CJ. I'm with you know you. what I'm saying? Like, well, that's part but of how we won the Super Bowl. It wasn't just the Wentz injury. It said it was Foles came in and it was us against the world. The team felt that way. The dog mass, all that. And we in this city felt that way. We we believed we were going to win the Super Bowl and no one else did because we saw the special thing that was happening. It was the best. But us the, against the world the best. That is definitely true. But the moment Carson yeah, yeah, tore his ACL. Won, yeah, yeah. It's all true. But no, but not in the moment as much. Like in the moment we worried about Foles and stuff, but we all got by in the team. It was after that that yes, it became that's a, true. an issue. That, that the injury caused it, I agree, hundred yeah, percent agree. No, no but, pun intended. No yeah. pun intended. No, but I that get was it. The tear. I yeah. get, no, I agree with you. I agree with you. But like, I that that whole run was like the. You're right. It was obviously the most special run we've had, and certainly the best feeling we've had. The only other thing is this: when it comes to these draft picks, I notice everybody keeps saying, "Hey, go get defensive, go get defensive." We can't have the thing where we go at Howie and say, "Well, Howie reaches for players," and we're saying, "Hey, go all three defense." Let's point. do it like the take, Ravens. Take Let's the best do it players, like right? Take the next best player. Uh, CJ. If it so happens to be a quarterback, cool. If not, just go three best players. CJ, great calls always. And I couldn't agree more. Like, I, look, I think you need to get some mm-hmm. young defensive talent. Obviously, you know, I've been harping on that before the season. All season's been one of my things. Mr. Blue Chip. Mr. Blue Chip. That's right. my nickname. That's yeah. my name. Call me Mr. Blue Chip. <laughs> Call me Nick Nolte. Um, <laughs> but I, I do I do think that to CJ's point, like I want them to take defensive players. And I think the way the draft shakes out, it's a good year yeah. where there's gonna be a lot of high defensive players. But I also think like don't not take a wide receiver if the wide receiver is clearly the best dude on the board. Like I agree. or whatever. You or have take needs. A- you have needs all over the field. And I, Landon Dickerson, this it sounds like it's off topic, but but it's not. I would keep Landon Dickerson at left guard. I like Mylotta and him next to each other. Yeah. Now, I, I will say taking a guard at the top of the second round, maybe not great value, but when you look at who how cares? dominant if he's they are. a great player, I, who yeah, cares? I agree. But but then to my point, 
you might need a center. So, like, I think offensive line is still a need. How he's shown he can draft the position. Receiver's still a need on the offensive side of the ball. So, yes, ideally you go defense. The players are there. But to CJ's point, this team can just take the best player. Like, they can use talent everywhere except, Don't like, pretty much it. tackle. How right? many pro- times have we gotten into problems because you force a pick, whether for yeah. need or whatever? Two one five five nine two nine four nine four. Let's go to Claymont and talk to Bill. Hey, Bill. Yo, guys, what's going on? First time, long time. Oh, what up, love Bill? It, man. Thank you. Uh, uh, I just got like 30 seconds, 45 seconds, and I'm going to get off the line and let you guys talk. Lay it on we, us, brother. We got to call back when you have more time next week. Go ahead, though. All right. We need, uh, we need to watch our vocabulary and what's going on because this whole hoping – uh, for a Cowboys win or uh, or rooting. Oh, my yeah, God. I'm trying rooting not to say rooting, Cow- Bill. I'm yeah, trying dude, not to oh say rooting God. very purposefully. I'm going to pull say, my hair out if I, I get hear it, anybody but, else. But, but, Bill, like, you agree, like, in an, like let, we don't need to say it that way, but when Sunday ends, a Dallas win is better than a Dallas loss as much as that sucks. Well, well, and you, well, we need to look at the past because this Cowboys team is known for starting out pretty decent. And all of a sudden, a 6-2 and two record turns into 8-8 eight eight real yeah. quick. So, you know, I, I think mean, it's a, you're it's saying a, go the for the division. Lose, it's the a Cowboys, win-win. It's a win-win yeah. for the Eagles. Look, if the Cowboys lose five straight, it's no skin off my back. Look, but, but ultimately, on a, basic, on a basic level, the Eagles are playing Washington twice. As long as you beat Washington twice, it doesn't really matter if Washington beats Dallas right. in this game, that kind right. of thing. But, you know, you could, you could prefer or you'd be less disappointed with a Cowboys win, and you can – and you you could prefer that the Redskins lose. How about that? You know, you could channel negative Be, energy into the Redskins. Bill, but if I hear one more Eagles Bill. fan channel positive energy into the Cowboys, I'm going to pull my – America's team! Bill, yeah, Bill, great call. And as, again, the foremost Dallas hater. Was that to- your voice in that show? That was me, apparently. Wow. Yeah, totally. So play it again. America's team. You know yeah. what's funny? You sound just like yourself there, but it also sounds nothing like you at the same time. <laughs> it's like someone doing an impression of you saying that. It's good, and it's true because yeah. America's team. Right oh, there, it Dallas. Is, yeah. yeah, I hate Dallas. Love that call. I'm with you, Bill. I'm gonna start saying I want Washington to lose tomorrow. That's what I'm gonna say. Well said, Bill. Just He's root correct. for Dallas for a week and see how no, it feels. No, no, no. He's right. He is. This is your chance Bill- to do it. Bill from Claymont, Delaware, with the call of the day, the point of the day, I want Washington to uh, lose I thought CJ made some great points off he the did. top. He no. did. So here's an interesting call to follow it up. My buddy Bob Williamstown, all I see on the board is it says, won't be rooting for Dallas. Mm. So, like, could not have a more perfect caller. Now, Bob, explain yourself. Hey, guys, how are you? Well, what up, Bob? I, let me put it this way. I'm so much older than you two guys. I could tell you the last time I rooted for Dallas, and the city openly rooted for Dallas, 100%. Mm-hmm. Openly rooted. When? It was January 1981. The Atlanta Falcons were the number one seed. The Eagles had already won. Ah, uh, yes. And Dallas was going to Atlanta. Yep. If Dallas wins, the NFC Championship game is here. If Dallas loses, the NFC Championship game is in Atlanta, and we don't have a prayer in hell. And it led to our biggest win over Dallas in the history of the Eagles-Dallas relationship. So. But that's not even the, the, the thing. See, you, know, you, you can't even every, – every, rooting for them every 40 years is, is even too, uh, too soon. But Dallas had to score 20 consecutive points in the fourth quarter wow. to win the game. Wow. And when I tell you how excruciating it was, and, and to root for them and curse them and scream – it was horrible. I it was that. just horrible. Look, Bob, I'm with you. Again, Dallas sucks. I hate them with all of my soul. I'm with you. But, like, uh, to to the last caller's point, do you want Washington to lose tomorrow? Do you want – Oh, I, here's I, what I want that to happen. Okay, I, yeah. I, see, I want 
the Eagles to win the division. Okay. I want everything to work out the way that I want it to work out tomorrow. <laughs> I just, well I said, just Bobby. I just, I just can't. I, I'm going to look at it, and, I, and, I, and, I'm, and I'm going to watch um, uh, Hanson not go to the bathroom for seven hours tomorrow. Oh, or, and, love it. And, and I want it to work out my, my way. And I, and I want to win the division, but Bobby, I just can't. <laughs> love this call. Love things. Hey, Merry Christmas. You happy too. holidays. God bless you guys. What a great call. I want things to work out the way I want them to work out. I totally agree, Bob. Is the division that crazy? Oh, all right. We're going to another call. 215-592-9494. Let's go to Gwinnett Valley and talk to my buddy Warren. He'll talk some sense into Elliot. What up, Warren? Hey, guys. I, I want what Bob wants and what the other callers <laughs> want and what you guys want. So, therefore, I've become the best caller of the day. You there did it. it is. Well done, Warren. Is that you win. Good? You win. Is that a good start? You win our big prize that we are giving away today, which is our admiration. Oh, that's fair enough. I, I, I could use some of that. What's on your mind today, brother? I put, I put it in my wallet for, for a future call yes. when, when you bomb yes, me. You can bust it out. <laughs> be like, I have an admiration card here. So. There we go. I got one. Yeah. Um, you guys know, like, tag team wrestling from, I don't know if they still do it, but from years ago? Sure, of course. Where, like, one wrestler will tag out and the next wrestler will come in. And I have a, a feeling that, you know, the NFL has been black and white where it's always, you know, the first-string quarterback, you know, has this, you know, problem or, or there's a there's a belief that the first-string quarterback will have a problem when the second-string quarterback um, has to be brought in if it's not an injury type of situation but for every team that has a backup you know you need a Nick Foles to back up a Carson Wentz or you need a Jeff Hostetler to back up uh, Phil Sims. Sims or whoever it was to get you to the promised land so my feeling is are you saying um, they should do a tag team quarterbacking Warren is that where we're going here well I know some, of, some teams system. have experimented with with two quarterbacks um, I think San Francisco did an experiment because they weren't sure if their starter was. Yeah, but they ended up rolling enough. with Kaepernick in that spot. Yeah, I, I just and look, I appreciate the call, Warren, and, and you do have our admiration. I just it doesn't work. Has there ever been an no. instance where no. it was a two quarterback system and the second quarterback didn't just end up being the guy? There's never it's never worked out in college. Right. They run two quarterbacks. If you need to do a two quarterback system, as we saw last year with you the Eagles, no then you have no quarterback. That's exactly yes. right. Appreciate the call. Warren. What's the expression you like? It's a it's a saying for a reason or something. Oh, yeah, it's a I'm cliche a big, for a reason. Cliches are cliches yeah. for a reason. There They're it cliches is. Because there's basis for them yes. to be cliches. All right, uh, it is time. Uh, for Elliott's Player to Watch, brought to you by your local Tri-State Toyota dealers, proud partner of the Philadelphia Eagles Toyota. Let's go places, let's go Eagles. Normally a Eagles player, mm. obviously no Eagles game this week. Elliott Shore Parks, you got the entire NFL to pick from. Who's your player to watch this week? I think I'm going to go, you know, prior to the show we talked, and I said I was going to go with Dak, but I'm going to go with the other side. I'm going to go with Tyler Heineke. I'm interested in watching him getting a chance to see him for a full game. The Eagles are going to see him the following week. So like from a that. scouting perspective, like there's reason actually to watch him. Dak, you're just hoping he plays well so that they win. But Heineke's, you know, will he be the guy next year? What problems will he present for the Eagles? He has been playing better as of late. Um, I'm, I'm excited to watch him tomorrow and just see what he looks like and see how tough of a matchup he will be for the Eagles. Defense. I think that's a really good answer. I too, I've watched a fair amount of him this year, and he is a hard player to get a read on because there'll like be Fitzpatrick like, for like a quarter. He'll look like a superstar stud, and then the next quarter he looks disastrous. It is really a wild, wild watch. Who would so. you take, him or Minshew? I, I think Minshew's better. 
It's close though. I don't know that for sure. Heineke's yeah. not bad. Like I, again, I think let's let's watch this game tomorrow and really get a feel for him. But I think Heineke's more likely to make a bad play than Jekyll and Hyde. Yeah. So anyway, it's an interesting one, and I think it's a good player to watch. Brought to you by your local tri-state Toyota dealers. Two one five five nine two. 94, 94. One more segment to go. It's Elliot's James. It's Go Birds Radio. We're coming right back. Final segment for Go Birds Radio presented by Parks, Casino, and Sportsbook. Elliot Shore, Parks, James Seltzer with you for one more segment. Army-Navy game coming after that. Let's get to as many calls as we can before we get out of here. Let's go to Ben Salem and talk to Marcus. Hey, Marcus. Hey, hey, what up, guys? Hey, what's up, Marcus? Uh, nothing much, man. I was just, uh, we just get straight to the point. I would think you guys are a little, a little harsh on Rager. I know he's been dropping passes and all. No, it ain't been uh, everything he lived up to, but I think within some time, I think he might uh, turn it around. He's only 22 years old. He's yeah, so I, I'm a little on your side with that, Marcus, in the way that I think, like, to write him off completely, like, you don't know what happened. Yeah. I don't think you're going to convince but James. That, just Marcus, like, the yeah. problem is, like, I get, look, it's not just the drops. It's not just the lack of plays. Like, it's the it's the route running. It's the, like, yeah. again, like, the fact that this guy's yeah. not running full speed. He's not, like, right, he's, like, right. lazy out there. Like, it's that kind of stuff that makes me even more concerned about Jalen Rager and why I'm, I don't believe that he's going to put the time and the work and the effort in to get to it. I mean, I think on a basic level, he is not athletic enough. He is not dynamic enough as a athlete, as a player, to truly be good could he be serviceable maybe but that would take a heck of a lot of effort a heck of a lot of work and a heck of a lot of attention to detail and i don't think he's well, got it i definitely think he's way better than uh i think a white side so i think he I, I, I don't know I'm, about i'm that, not man. sure man yeah. at least at least i think a white side does one thing really well and also at least i think a white side contributes on special teams like as a football player i think he might be more valuable than Jalen rager maybe he not as a wide receiver valuable. but that's cool you know, but I get your point. Look, I'm Marcus. I have generally historically been very big on the don't judge wide receivers too quickly because I think that position we've seen so many guys break out later, like Devontae Parker or like so many examples of those guys who are a high pick. They suck for three or four years and then they, they turn out to be pretty good. Turns into a star yeah, like but that. with like, Rager, with break. those guys, you see flashes, you see athleticism, you see right, great right, plays. Right. Like, we don't have any of that with Rager. You know, that, that's my well, biggest I, issue. I, I think with some time, I think he'd be alright, but uh, another thing I also wanted to get off is uh, Quez Watkins. He definitely needs the ball more. It, it, without a doubt. Again, to, a the, nice to that idea, he's he shown flashes, star. right? Like, at least with Quez, we've got like like some plays, some moments where like, oh, that guy's really fast. Oh, that guy can go up and get the football. Oh, that guy can like, right. you know, do something, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of rookies on the field. You need a veteran out there, like a veteran receiver. I agree. <laughs> Elliot, what I said in the Mar- offseason. Marcus, great call. Elliot Shore Parks said it. You got actually crushed in yeah. the offseason. If I remember correctly, on this station, people saying like, you're crazy. You've been like harping on the Eagles need a veteran receiver. And I think – Everyone would And agree. I think it's a need this offseason, I think it's too. a big need. I think you do it in free agency, whether it's I the high too. end of, of yep. the, you're in on Devontae Adams or something, which I don't think they will be, or like a cheaper Allen Robinson because he's been horrible the last couple of years right. who's talented. Like, they, they need to add there. So, real quick on the Rager thing, I think he definitely needs to change the scenery, number one. And I don't know if he'll go somewhere else and succeed, but I think it's even worse now than it was with Aguilar, in my opinion. Like, I think it's just the, Je- the Justin Jefferson thing adds a level to this that the Aguilar thing was not there. I agree. So, yeah, we'll see. But, I mean, look, I know the Jefferson thing will always hurt you. So It's my number one. It is. I know. My I can see it in your eyes every time we talk about it. sadness. Let's go to Ridley Park and talk to Larry. Hey, Larry. James and Elliot, I don't get on too much with you guys. How you guys doing, all right? It's a pleasure, Larry. Yeah, it's great to talk to you. Listen, I, I, I know it may be a little bit early, but I want to give you some names that are graduating from the college ranks in the position that's going to be available. Right. At safety, you have Kyle yep. Hamilton, Hamilton from sure. Notre Dame. Sure. 
You have two defensive tackles, Jordan Davis from Georgia and Aiden Hutchinson from Michigan. And yeah. then you have two good linebackers, Dean from Georgia and a guy by the name of Devin Lloyd from Utah. From Utah, yep. Sure. And now, those, now, yes. now, let me ask you this. It's, it's, this is the year for defensive players. You have three draft picks in the first round. Which one, if you had to trade up and take with another team? Mm. I mean, of the guys you listed, it's Hutchinson. I, I think, think it's Hutchinson. I, I don't think it's going to ha- I think Hutchinson will be the first pick in the draft. Like, things change between now and the draft, but if I had to bet on one guy right now to be the first pick in the draft, I would bet on Hutchinson. I think he's the most dynamic rusher in this draft. He is a flat-out stud, but, I think. But also, uh, James, there's another kid from uh, – I can't think that he's – he's uh, I can't pronounce his last name, but he's from, from Oregon. Purdue. Yeah. Oh no no yeah. yeah. The uh, other guy at Michigan is really good too, and then and then Thibodeau in Oregon as well. I know the Purdue the guy list. you're talking about, but I also it's like. But yeah, I, I think of the guys you mentioned, Hodgson. Look, I love Kyle Hamilton. That dude's a playmaker. Elliot's point earlier in the show, they lack that position. Yeah. So and thanks for the call, Larry. Good call. Like I, the, again, I think the position the Eagles are in, like they just need guys. On it's defense. an interesting question because my gut is to agree with you, which maybe you know should just be always my natural instinct, Thank you, sir. but. The Hutchinson thing, I agree. Like, you take the best pass rusher. I think pass rusher is an underrated need for this team. I like, agree. you don't know what Brandon Graham's going to be sure. next year. Sweat's and even been if, some. I mean, like, how long Brandon Graham has long right. term, regardless. They, they don't have. He's back next year. They don't have one edge you can really count on next year, right now. So I think it's definitely a need. But and the future, especially with how they value that position. Right, and I know they're not the same player because they're very different physically. But Micah Parsons in Dallas has made me think that what the Eagles really do need is. Just like a an elite, elite playmaker, yeah. and Kyle Hamilton again, he's a safety, so it's a bit different. But I think he's someone that could be like a you know a weapon back there. You sure. move him all around. You look at how the Cowboys. Some weeks he plays linebacker, some weeks he's defensive end, all that thing. So I, I would be uh, again, I'd lean pass rush, but Hamilton is obviously a very intriguing. Yeah, it's a, look, and I I do think they're gonna have to trade up to to get one of the those type yeah, but, of guys. Dude, oh, two weeks ago we thought they might have two picks inside the top ten and yep. one and three inside the top fifteen. There's a non-zero percent chance they're that all the they're teams. all outside of number fifteen. Yeah. Like the Colts could make it. The Cow- the uh, Dolphins are somehow still in it. And then we've obviously been talking about the Eagles' chances. So yeah, well, I mean, it's two six and sevens and a seven and six right now. So yeah. it's like firmly in the middle and firmly could go either way. And it really is going to be fascinating. All right, let's go to Limerick and talk to Kevin. Hey, Kev. Hey guys. Hey, what's up, man? Thing. Um, how many t- touchdowns had the Eagles have erased or called back either by? A drop too pass many. Or a I think it's. I too think it's many. seven. Seven. I think so. Yeah. And and that's definitely cost us a guy. I know that. I think it was against the Chargers. It was a call, a uh, touchdown callback. Well, against the Niners early in the year, I think they had three called back. Yeah, in one game. Yeah. Yep. Ooh, that, yeah. that definitely cost us a game. Yeah. For sure. For sure. Kevin, with you. Also, the Redskins. Oh, I'm sorry. Football the Washington team. Football Team. Their quarterback. Um. He's the type of quarterback that the Eagles seem to have trouble with because he's not spectacular. He's more of a game manager, but he makes big plays. I believe when they play Washington that they really need to put a lot of pressure on this young guy and just and see what he can do. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Look, it's going to be huge. Their offensive line is good, but it's, it's going to, the pass rush has to get there. And one last thing, it's not a good thing to say, Hertz is over NFC East as we speak. Yeah, yep. that's what we were talking about before, Kevin. And I don't know. And great call. I don't know what that means. Like to your point, like 
it might just. I think it's too small of a sample. I, size. That's what I mean. Yeah. It's, it's it's what three games, right? So it's a very very small sample well, it's size. Four. So if you count Washington, because oh, he played yeah, Dallas yeah. and Washington. Oh, yeah, part of that game. That one, yeah, I, yeah. I don't really think about but that. But he played poorly in that game prior to yeah, being benched. Yeah, he, he did, but, but he also had a lead. Like, he left the True. game with the lead, so it's hard to say that's, a, like, a loss, right? Or no, maybe he left, like, right after it they was scored. was a one-touch, yeah. They had a lead a lot a lot of that game until, yep. you know, so, I don't know. That one I, I kind of throw out, but it is fascinating. Look, this Jalen Hurts needs to get off the NFC Schneid. There's no question about yeah. it, and it needs to happen next week. So, um, big one. You think Dallas wins tomorrow? I do, yeah. Look, I think it could be close, um, but I think Dallas, you look at Dak's numbers against uh, Washington, I think he's like 7-1, 14 touchdowns, two interceptions. Like he's He's been really good against Washington throughout his career, and I, I think they do win. And, you know, looking at it right here on, like, the odds and the chances and all that, the division's not going to happen. So I think you definitely yeah, Dallas. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. And, again, it's a big one, and, and you know, the Eagles really need to uh, handle business next week. So hopefully – Washington loses tomorrow. Thank you, Bill. Got it right there. I and hope. a three-hour show next week. Yeah, rooting for Washington lose next week. Three-hour show, same place, same time. Of course, check out our pods during the week. Thank you to Dan Wilson. Thank you to everyone who called him. We literally could not do the show without you. Army, Navy coming up next. But again, let me remind you that one of the things that we love most about the Park Sportsbook app, our Park Sportsbook app, is that it's not just about the teams and only picking teams. When you place your bets, you can also off. They also offer lots of action in so many different ways to bet on individual player performances. It makes watching the game so much more exciting. In football, you can bet on passing and rushing yards, and who scores touchdowns and hoops. You can bet on points, rebounds, assists. In hockey, you can bet on goal scores. And so much more, plus with the live in-game betting, which is a wild ride and the wildly popular same-game parlays, the Parks Sportsbook app is custom-made for you. And that's why it's the only one that we here at GoBirds recommend. And, and as I always say, more than anything, it's just so much more fun when you've got some action on the games. You're going to watch them anyway. Why not have a little money on it? It makes them so much more fun to watch. And the way to do that is with the Park Sportsbook app. Here's the deal. Sign up now and make your first bet risk-free on your favorite player or player you're watching or bet on any game. Download the app and get your first bet risk-free up to $500 or go to parkscasino.com slash PA and use our promo code GOBIRDS. That's G-O-B-I-R-D-S to get your first bet risk-free. Your risk-free bets are fun and site credit. The Park Sportsbook app, the website has all the terms and conditions.